Welcome to EE Times On Air. I'm David Finch. Today is Wednesday, January 9th. We are live from CES here at Eureka Park in the Sands Convention Center. Uh, part of the beautiful Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, today we are talking about robots, one of my favorite topics. Uh, my next guest is Chief Technology Officer at iRobot Corporation. He's got 20 years of experience in uh, robotics research and development across academia, government, industry. At iRobot, his uh, responsibilities are centered on long-term technology planning and strategy and fostering strategic partnerships to advance the state of the art in practical robotics. Dr. Chris Jones, welcome to the program. Great, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, let's dive right in with, uh, with numbers, because numbers make sense to me. <laughs> People, not so much. Uh, iRobot's Roomba install base is almost 20 million units, as I understand it. Is that yeah, sound about accurate? We've sold more than 20 million units globally. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> incredible. <laughs> uh, and uh, what is what is in the near future with an install base like that, and certainly a legacy uh, here as as the dominant player in the space? What is in the the near immediate future in home robotics? I, I mean, I think what we're really seeing is we build products like the Roomba robotic vacuum cleaner. They do a fantastic job sure. at, uh, at cleaning your floors, hardwood floors, carpets, uh, et cetera. We're not letting off, we're not stopping, investing in innovation to even do better and better and wow. keep, keep up the pace there. Um, we're also investing in other categories uh, in and around the home. So uh, mopping, our Brava line of mopping robots is another example of a category of consumer products that we are innovating in the home. Um, for me, as CTO and thinking a, a little bit more strategically, a really exciting uh, direction for us is in not only are they cleaning the home, but they're in a very unique position to be an important part of the smart home, of the connected home. You have uh, platforms like the Roomba, which uh, are masters at understanding the space of the home. It's something that uh, static sensors, other connected devices in the home that sit in one place, have a, have a certain perspective of the home. When you're talking about robots in the home, they, they really have a very a, a different position, a unique role to play in the smart home, leveraging that mobility, leveraging their understanding of the home. So looking a bit further ahead, leveraging that installed base, leveraging the fantastic job they do at their core cleaning task. The next step is how they empower, how they how, uh, help realize the next generation of the smart home. That's an area we're really excited, working with partners to um, uh, help accelerate the smart home through robotics. Absolutely, and you know, in, in the spirit of CES this week, what I'm keenly interested in is where all this great technology that we're surrounded by, not just at the show, but in our daily lives, where the technology and where the science and the research and, and you know the, the minds that you get to work with at iRobot and some of these partnerships that you have, where all that meets the consumer. And uh, what I admire about iRobot is, uh, it's one thing to say like, I think robots are cool and we, we could have it do this one function, but it seems that iRobot's philosophy, and I don't want to put words in anyone's <laughs> mouth here, but it seems that iRobot's philosophy is very human-centric. It, it doesn't just clean your floor, the, the Roomba, for example. Roomba doesn't just clean your floor. It makes life easier for the homeowner. We have a Husky. And we have, he's a Husky Lab mix, and we just have coarse, bright white dog hair everywhere, and we can't keep up with it. Quality of life improvement through the roof to have a machine that not only cleans your floor, but then guides itself back to the dock, so I don't have to like push it with my foot, where does this thing need to go? Right. 
charges itself, so I don't need to worry about charging one more thing. Right. Empties itself. Empties, yep. Um, and so uh, these, are, these are really exciting products for consumers and a really cool application because it's almost like the easier it makes our life, the more sophisticated it has to be. Right. Uh, if you weren't able to design it with that sophistication, it would be hard to use, and that's not a big improvement overall. Exactly. I, I mean, to kind of continue that, and by the way, pet owners are one of our largest demographics. Absolutely. Things like Roomba are <laughs> fantastic to keep yeah. you know, pet hair in check, right? Uh, they're always out there uh, keeping that uh, uh, tame, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, every day. And exactly what you're saying is that building a product that provides the most value means it has to be very easy to use. I mean, if I think about the way, you know, think about Roomba, there are kind of three uh, axes, you could say, in terms of thinking about the design. Smart, simple, and clean. Okay. Uh, smart, uh, this, the robot needs to uh, understand the home and how best to clean it. Um, our latest innovations and our latest uh, product, the, the Roomba i7 that launched uh, last fall, uh, this is a robot that actually learns your home. It learns where the rooms are in the home. And by understanding that layout of the home, where the rooms are, it will very efficiently, intelligently, systematically clean the entire level of the home. Wow. That's smart, right? That's yeah. be doing that effectively and efficiently. Yeah. That's not easy, right? There's a lot of, uh, uh, of uh, technology, <laughs> innovation, sensors, electronics inside that product that's hidden from the consumer is needed to enable that. A fully that, autonomous vehicle. Yes, yeah. in the home, exactly. Yeah. So that's smart, right? It needs to be able to do that very efficiently, effectively, clean your home, hidden from the consumer. It needs to be simple. And that means the consumer needs to, you know, look out for that big clean button and just press clean, <laughs> and it does its job, right? Yeah. And you're not, you don't have to be a computer programmer to use the product. You don't have to go through an extensive uh, 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 set of menus, right, to just use the product. Uh, in fact, we want to make it as easy as possible to use it. So press clean, schedule it. Tell it, I, I want you to run every day at 8 a.m. And I, I can kind of forget about it. I just can remain confident the floor is going to be kept, kept clean. This robot's going to come off every day at 8 a.m., clean, go back to the base, right? Simple. I, there, again, it's not a complex thing to use. There's a lot of technology hidden to make that so, but that's, that's uh, the case. And the third one is clean. It's got to clean very well dog uh, uh, pet hair. Um, the design of the cleaning head in the robot, the roller design and yeah. so on, there's actually a lot of, that goes into that to build the product such that it cleans very effectively, hardwood, carpet, uh, that it uh, doesn't get, you know, the hair tangled on yeah. the, the rollers. The worst. Right? This is not a, you can be a simple and just put bristle brushes, right, that, that you might vacuum with, yeah. that gets tangled very easily, yeah. right? You get all sorts of yeah. pet hair, not, not for you, I guess, yeah. only human hair, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm clean, know, I'm you, simple. Yeah, exactly. You can, uh, uh, but you get that tangled up all in those bristle brushes, yeah. which is not a good experience. Our design really thought deeply about that, and there's a lot of nuance to the design of that cleaning head that means that that hair does not get entangled. It makes its way into the dustbin. You don't have to maintain it. It keeps takes care of itself. So all of those things go into building a product that provides yeah. a fantastic user experience, but it's, it's gotta be smart, it's gotta be very simple and easy to use, and it's gotta keep your floor clean. And I, I didn't mention on the clean part, the clean base 
This is the part when it comes back to the dock, yeah. there's another vacuum in there that evacuates the bin of the robot, so you don't even have to go empty uh, the dustbin. So if you are someone who needs it. to empty that bin in a Roomba, you know, once every week or two, um, the capacity of that clean base uh, yeah. can hold uh, 30 full bins of debris before you have to empty that. So you can go, you know, approaching a year. Schedule your robot, it empties itself, you know, don't don't deal with it. I love, that's, that's when it's awesome to be a consumer. There are some times when I'm like, why, why am I holding onto a thousand dollar phone that is locking up every time I need to do something really important? Um, it's fun being a consumer when we have products like this that were designed, and by the way, if you need a, uh, if you need a worst case scenario, harsh environment test lab, I'll give you my, because <laughs> this dog, yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to, to ask about that too, and I've got I've got so many questions, uh, but uh, one of the things I wanted to ask about the, the the machine is that it seems like the intelligence you can build into the machine will do a much better job of cleaning long term than humans. And here's why I say that: with very few exceptions, most people get the tangles and the the carpet fibers and the hairs and everything completely wrapped around the uh, the bristle brush on any vacuum. They look at it and they think, eh, it's probably supposed to be like that. A machine will never decide for itself the wrong thing, right? It's, it's uh, you can optimize it. So are we starting to see artificial intelligence kind of in, in all functions of, of home robotics? Is that something that's being driven? Uh, that's that's certainly a an accurate assessment of where we're going or where we're at. Uh, there there is a lot of again to make that robot smart and to make it easy to use and simple. There there's a lot of of uh, artificial intelligence inside that robot that's needed to do that. It's running embedded inside the physical product. Um, it's using its sensors to understand where it is in the house so that it can systematically clean and know that it's covered every accessible space. Uh, of that home, that re that takes a lot of smarts, right? It takes a lot of kind of that AI to navigate through the home, to know where it is in the home, to know where that there's, that's a new area, I haven't cleaned there yet. I need to get over there and clean. And then my bin, the bin's full, the battery needs to be recharged. It'll do a beeline right back through your house to the dock, plug itself in, empty the bin, charge, recharge come back off the dock and go finish cleaning where it left off. So all of that is that AI, that smarts that has to be in the product. When we start talking about artificial intelligence and uh, things deciding where they need to be when, but then also being mindful maybe of other systems throughout the home, we're obviously talking in the realm of Internet of Things, which, uh, you know, can mean a lot of different things. But iRobot you know, home products are collecting massive amounts of data. Is the data retained and then used for product improvement or, or used some way outside of the home? And if so, how can we ensure that that information is, is being protected? Sure, uh, so I mean, that's a, an important question and one we, we take seriously. You know, the, the newer robots, these ones that are, are building these maps of the home and so on, um, are using a variety of sensors, including an imaging sensor on that robot. Sure. It's visually looking at the world. Um, I mean, it doesn't see the world like you or I see it. It's seeing very discrete little patches of pixels that it uses kind of to um, see a constellation, like celestial navigation, right? Oh, it will wow. see this constellation of unique visual features. 
that it uses to say, I've been here before, I know where I am with respect to this map of, that I've been building at the home. So it uses that, that visual information to help it navigate, to help it be smart and do its core job. That visual information never leaves the robot. It is processed and we put a lot of work to doing it embedded in the product. So that, that visual information is not being streamed off okay. the robot, right? So you're not collecting a library of floor plans to we're not optimize. we're not using those Im we're not using right. images uh, of the home right, right it, yeah. it is building that map so at the end of the day it, it is building a blueprint to the home a 2d kind of line drawing type blueprint and should our consumers um, elect to um, that map is sent to the cloud as part of their account right this is in their their control to the cloud so that it can come to your mobile app and why you want to do that is uh, that gives now you, the, the consumer, the opportunity to have a map of their home so that they can interact with their robot to say, clean the kitchen, clean this room, clean this room, clean the living room. I want to see what you clean today and see everywhere in the home that that robot got to. So that, that you know, as part of that, that product experience, that data is, you know, going, making its way through the cloud to the mobile app to give that simple experience to the consumer. We don't and won't sell our consumers' data, right? That data is for that consumer and so on. Um, and we are, uh, you know, within the smart home, working in directions that will allow or empower our consumers, if they so elect, if they opt in, to use that understanding of their home to help make their broader smart home better. This is under their control, where they may decide that, you know, having other products in their home also be able to have this map-based spatial understanding of the home is in there they're the consumer's benefit yeah. they can then elect to um, allow other products to make use of that information but that's under the consumer's control it's uh, it's a uh, uh, unique data about the home when it comes to products in the home um, that we think our consumers will have great benefit from using with the other products in their home so that's how we view it there is data about maps of the home it is what is core to making the, those robots intelligent, making that experience great um, that our consumers can elect to use. And then, you know, we want them to have opportunities to use that data in other ways to make their smart home better. But it's under their control. Absolutely, and I think, I think that's the nature of it, right? Uh, the point is to empower the consumer to make their own choices, uh, make it easy for them to elect you know, do you want to store this information, yes or no? It's a very right, simple, right. you know, you're not reading it's not an, a user contract where you're scrolling 15 pages. It's very simple stuff. Um, what in your uh, in your role? You've got a very interesting role, chief technology officer, because iRobot, to my knowledge, is is not in the business of cloud infrastructure. It's not in the business of data security specifically. You're in the business of excellence in robotics and how those improve quality of life uh, for consumers. And so. Uh, can you describe uh, at a high level, you know, the, the partnerships that have made iRobot successful uh, in, in, in becoming this dominant uh, figure in the industry? Sure. I mean, I mean, you're absolutely correct that robotics, which is composed of uh, electrical and mechanical software, that, that physical product, is a core area of expertise for us. We have a very strong engineering team yeah. throughout the entire, you know, 20... 29-year history of the company, right, to do this. That's our core, that's something we're very good at. 
the, uh, in, the, in recent years with IoT blossoming, uh, with the role of our products in the smart home uh, uh, continuing to expand, uh, we have also built up a very strong cloud team. So we do actually have uh, a very strong cloud team. We don't build all of our cloud infrastructure. We work with leading partners, in this case, uh, um, Amazon AWS, okay. to, to develop the cloud infrastructure that meets our security requirements, our scale requirements, our, our capability requirements, et cetera. So we have our own team that looks after our products, but we work with leaders in the industry to build the, a best-in-class solution when it comes to that. Privacy uh, is, is similar. We also have privacy and security people within our organization thinking about, looking about, how do we encrypt the data? Where are we transmitting it? Where is it going? That's a, a very uh, an important and a growing area uh, for us. But we also work with third parties, right? We work with third-party security companies who will audit our solutions, right? To okay. say, here's a weakness, right, that you need to fix, or this, this is best in class, right? So we both have our own expertise organizationally to watch over our product and our directions, but we don't do it all ourselves, right? We want to work with leading uh, vendors when it comes to cloud infrastructure, security, and so on to make sure we're doing the best uh, for our customers. And compatibility, right? You're not the first and only company to work with AWS. Right, so, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're tapping into kind of the right scale of things. Um, you know, we, uh, I'm being told to, to wrap up, but I don't want to yet, so <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Bear with me. What, uh, f from, your, from your seat, in not only at, at iRobot Corporation, but also in the industry, what's super exciting for you uh, in, in, the, in the landscape of smart home? You had mentioned some of your products, specifically Smart Mop, which I want to know more about that too. Um, but, um, you know, what else, what else is, is electrifying and awesome uh, in, say, the next five years? in smart and connected home? Uh, sure, I mean, today you're seeing the trend in smart speakers, right? Voice assistants, et cetera. Um, and we have great relationships with, uh, with the leaders in that space, you know, in particular, uh, uh, the Amazon Alexa team, Google Assistant, et cetera, to allow our customers to have some really unique experiences or ways to interact with and control the robots. So that's today, it's bringing the robot into that ecosystem when it comes to integration with smart speakers. That's today, and that will continue to evolve. There's some exciting stuff coming in the near term that really expands the, the features that are functionality of the way those voice-based interactions can work to allow you to control an ecosystem of robots in the home. And as I was saying uh, earlier, uh, you know, th there are going to be, when you start thinking about the smart home, and I can talk for much longer than we have time for here on this topic, but <laughs> the smart home today is early. It, it, it is a number of products in the home that are connected, provide a bit of intelligence, but we're not at a point yet where the industry has an ecosystem of products that really just work, are orchestrated, right? They work well together to give you a true smart home experience, yep. where that home knows you, it knows the context, and it uses devices around the home to understand and adapt to what you're trying to do. That's not there yet. We believe that robots in the home <clears throat> their understanding of the home will be an important part of that ecosystem to build the smart home that's just seamless, right? It just does the right thing for you and your home and your context using all sorts of sensors and devices around the home. Sure, and that's that's the that's what excites me most is is 
the non-clunkiness factor. Right. Uh, and, um, you know, I think we're rapidly approaching that. It's, think of it the same way. A lot of work went into Roomba clean button. That's it. And it just, it does a lot of complex stuff. The smart home should be the same way, right? I it just kind in. of, I say, yes, I want this. And the home knows how to orchestrate itself to give you that experience. That's where we're going as an industry, and that's where uh, iRobot is uh, committed to being a, a core part of. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me, Dr. Yeah. Jones. This is great. I, I would keep you here forever, but now I've got throngs of people telling me to, <laughs> to release you Get and let you go stage. back All into right. the real world. Uh, right. Thank you so much for joining us, and be sure to check out ces.eetimes.com to catch more interviews with industry leaders throughout the week exclusively on the EE Times Content Hub. Leaders such as Dr. Chris Jones from iRobot Corporation. And don't forget to subscribe to our EE Times On Air podcast series brought to you by the wonderful Aspen Core Global Service and EE Times. It's your free deep dive into the most compelling stories in electronics. And it's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts and other things. Uh, for EE Times and the Aspen Core Global Service, I'm David Finch. Thanks for watching. EE Times on air. This program is produced by Aspen Corp. Thanks for listening.